0: Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hey, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about building relationships that strengthen resilience, and I am super excited to talk to you about this. This is something that I am passionate about. When it comes to relationships, building relationships, building resilience and our teenagers, I am passionate. This is why I do what I do because I love helping parents connect with their teenagers and I love seeing the teenagers really benefit from that connection and develop just rock solid relationships and rock solid resilience. So I'm going to talk to you about this today because a lot of parents have told me, hey, I want my teen to be more resilient, but I don't know where to start. And I always tell them the same thing. Start with your relationship with your teenager. That will have the most impact on their resilience. So I want to do a couple of, share a couple of quotes. These are by Jill Sooty, And I, I think I felt like they're really powerful and informative when it comes to the connection of resilience and relationships. So here's the first quote. While much of the research on resilience focuses on individual strengths, it's social support that may matter most. And that's by Jill Sooty. And the next one also by Jill Sooty, is how resilient we are may have as much to do with our social milieu and circle of support as it does with our personal strengths. Now, I did have to look up the definition of milieu, and that is a person's social environment. So basically, she's saying that someone's social environment, their support, it just, it has an impact on their resilience, on their ability to bounce back from difficult things. And so today I wanted to talk about relationships, my experience as a father, a foster dad, and a principal when it comes to building relationships and seeing the increase of resilience in my teenagers and also in myself. Okay, so right now, resilience is a super hot topic. It's a buzzword in education. And because of that, it's kind of coming over into parenting lingo. And I have a lot of parents who are like, hey, I want my kid to have more resilience. I want more of that. And a lot of parents don't know where to start. And a lot of educators don't know where to start either. So I think it's great that this is a buzzword right now, I think it's very important that we really try to understand resilience to become more aware about what resilience is and how to increase resilience. But at the same time I worry that a lot of parents and teachers think, "Oh, I'm not qualified qualified to help my teenager develop resilience. I'm not a therapist, I'm not a life coach, I'm not a counselor." I'm not an educational specialist. I'm just not qualified. And the truth is, you are qualified. You, as a parent, have all the tools that you need to build resilience in yourself and to help your teenager build resilience as well. There's a great article. I'll, I put a link in the show notes. It's called The Road to Resilience, and this is from the American Psychological Institute. Association, and they talk about how resilience is directly tied to our relationships. And they said many studies show that the primary factor in resilience is having caring and supportive relationships within and outside the family. Relationships that create love and trust, provide role models and offer encouragement and reassurance, help bolster a person's resilience. It's a nice little short two-page article. It was an easy read. They actually have, like I say, it's an easy read because some of these things that you read that doctors put out, you're like, I don't get it. Can we bring it down a level? And this, I felt like, was Very understandable, very valuable. They actually include 10 ways to build resilience. And I'm just going to focus on one of them the one that I feel like is the most important, and the one that I have seen really improve my life and the teenagers that I'm surrounded with uh, improve their lives and their resilience. So, yes, as a parent, and maybe some of you guys are teachers or administrators who are listening to this. You guys, you have the power to have a powerful impact on your teen's life, whether it be your teen in your own homes as their parent, or whether it be teens in your community, teens at church, at school. Like, I, part of my role is to have a positive impact on the teenagers in my community. That's one of the reasons that in the past I coached high school football, that's one of the reasons that I coach little league football because I want to have a powerful impact and I know that it's important to have a rock solid relationship so that I can have that impact. So, yes, as a parent you totally have the power to help influence your teenagers' resilience. No, you cannot force them to be resilient. You can't make them have a different mindset, but you can be a powerful force in their life. You can provide love, trust, support, examples, encouragement, and a commitment to love and a commitment to your own relationship with them. So as a parent, you have so much power. You are not the victim to your teenager. To their insecurities, to their fears. You have the power to be okay with that and to double down on what you can control, which is your impact, your purpose, and your example. So, as a principal, I want to show you how, when we made relationships at my school a priority, how it changed everything. We went from having a mid 50% graduation rate, 54, 56, somewhere in there, to having 88% graduation my last three years as principal. And I believe they had an 88% the year after I left as well. So it was carrying over. Um, In my time, we went from hundreds of suspensions a year down to around 20. That was a huge decrease. And while we we did that, we also doubled our student population. So I'm just, I'm telling you, relationships have the power to change everything. It changed everything at the school that I was a principal of. It changed everything in my home as a dad and as a foster dad. And relationships are just the most powerful thing that you can bring to the table when supporting your teenager. So when we shifted our focus at the school, when we made relationships a priority, we started doing very specific things with the goal of creating opportunities to connect our teachers and our staff with our students and their parents. We did things like we held barbecues and Dutch oven. We had Dutch oven desserts. I would always tell the kids, hey, I'll bring my world famous Dutch oven cobbler. And they would always beg like, yeah, this is world famous. They loved it. And all it was, was just an opportunity to connect with our students and their parents. Uh, We would go, so I worked at a Native American school and we would go up to a fish hatchery that the tribe that I worked for owned. And we would just provide an opportunity for parents to connect with their teens, for parents to connect with our teachers, for teachers and teens to connect. It was all just an opportunity to build relationships. We also did outdoor activities with our students. Every begin, like the first two weeks of school, we would do a boys and a girls retreat. We would split the boys and the girls up because when you get boys and girls separated, girls don't have to worry about the boys and the boys don't have to worry about looking cool for the girls. And we just we felt like it was a better experience. So we would do these outdoor activities where we would do things like kayaking, swimming. Now that I'm not the principal there anymore, I can tell you that we did cliff jumping into the water. The girls were always braver than the boys. I want to throw that out there. We did beach games with the students. And we did a little fireside where I would share a message and some of our students would also kind of share Some words of inspiration to the other students. And we did this just to provide an opportunity to build relationships. We, throughout the school year, we took our students to fun activities with our staff. We would go play laser tag, we would go ice skating, we would go hiking and exploring, and we even took our students to Six Flags and Disneyland a few times. Now, I understand we had a different budget because. Uh, We were a Native American school. Uh, We had different funding sources, and we were seeing some extreme results. We were getting kids that would have dropped out at other schools to graduate from us. We were getting kids that had been chronically suspended, chronically absent, to come to school and stay in school. And yeah, it sounds fun, but most of the fun things, most of the things that we did were inexpensive as well. So these relationships, we can't force kids to connect with us. But I remember some of the kids that I was like, man, he is a tough cookie. I don't know that he'll ever build a relationship with any of us. I want to share one particular story. I have this kid in mind. Uh, One of the things that we had the students do was they had to cook a meal. And the boys chose to cook hamburgers. And our toughest student, our biggest knucklehead, who had gotten in trouble for bringing drugs to school, fighting at school, sloughing school, like all sorts of stuff, he took over that cooking activity. And he's like, guys, we can't serve people raw hamburgers, they're going to die. And so he took over. And I didn't realize that he had been a cook at one of the local restaurants. And he walked the boys through, okay, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to let them sit for this long. This is what you want to look for on the top of the hamburger so that we'll know when to turn it. And some of the staff connected with him there and they're like, hey, thank you for making sure that we don't die on this activity. Thank you for making sure that our food is cooked. That was his junior year and that changed everything. The next two years of high school, he didn't get in trouble. Well, maybe he did a couple of times, but his resilience was through the roof. When he got in trouble, now he knew that he had teachers on, in his corner, on his side. And I can, like that one activity changed everything. And for the next few weeks at staff meeting, all the teachers were like, oh my goodness, have you seen the difference with this young man? And when I asked him, I'm like, hey, what changed? He's like, "Man, I think it was that that boys retreat that we did up at Moon Lake. That was the first time I felt like, hey, the teachers cared about me and I care about them. I want to make sure their food is cooked." And that relationship greatly increased his resilience and it increased my resilience as a principal and also the resilience of our teachers. Uh, when he did get in trouble a couple of times like we had his back. We knew, hey, he's going to make it. He'll be okay. Whereas before the years previous, we're like, I don't know if he's going to make it. I don't know if he'll do the work to graduate. I don't know if he'll stay in school long enough to graduate. So building relationships, it changed everything at the school where I was. And honestly, like we knew our number one goal is to connect with these students. It's not to teach them anymore it's not to be the best teacher it's to find a way to connect with them on the level that they need okay as a foster dad and I got kind of I got into my story and I lost my spot on my notes <laughs> as a foster dad my wife and I we also bent over backwards to create relationships with our foster kids uh, anytime we did a family activity it wasn't just with our family. No, we would invite our foster kids. We did things together. We'd go camping. We'd go to the lake. We'd take them to water parks, theme parks. Silver Dollar City is my favorite theme park. We took foster kids there to Disneyland. And we just, we always wanted to create opportunities to. Build relationships. So now I want to take a minute and I want to show some of the evidence of these relationships. I kind of cheated and told you guys some of these earlier. But so in our home, when we had powerful relationships with our foster kids, we saw them give more effort to succeed, to do well in school, to follow the family rules, and to connect with others. And the more we were connected with them, the better our relationship with them, the more willing they were to come to us when they were struggling. And the more they had confidence that when they were struggling, no matter the struggle, that they could come out on top. So we could see, my wife and I, how our relationships strengthened them, but it also strengthened and changed us. As our relationship strengthened, we stayed out of the box towards them. For those of you who have read Leadership and Self-Deception, I did a book review. Uh, We had read it around that time, and we're like, oh my goodness, we are in the box towards our foster kids. The stronger that relationship, the more out of the box, the more we could see them as people equal to us. The more our relationships strengthened, the more we found it easy to keep their struggles and setbacks in perspective. When our relationships weren't strong, it was easy to see their struggles and blow it out of proportion. We would see them struggling in school and we'd think, ah, they'll never graduate, they'll never, whatever. But when we had a strong relationship, we're like, no, They'll they'll be okay. They'll bounce back. They've got this. As our relationships strengthened, we found that our resilience as parents increased, which led us to be better role models of resilience. We would live in a way that we're like, oh, yeah, we have total confidence. We know that we can go through tough parenting moments and bounce back. We know you can go through tough teenaging moments and also bounce back. So at my school, I talked about how our graduation rate skyrocketed, our suspensions plummeted. Uh, one of the things I wanted to share, our attendance actually greatly increased. And when I would ask students, they would tell me that they actually enjoyed school. When I would ask which, their, which teachers were their favorite, they could tell me specific reasons why a certain teacher was their favorite. And it was always based on a connection that they had, a relationship that they had grown, okay? So it completely turned our school around. We were recognized by the state of Utah as just having the biggest turnaround as like in the whole school. No school had gone from the mid 50% graduation rate up to 88%. We did amazing things And it was only because we built rock-solid relationships with our students. Okay? When our students would struggle with grades, with attendance, or with behavior, they were able to put in the work and bounce back. Before we started working on relationships, we would have students that would get in trouble with school or in trouble with behavior at school, and they would just quit coming. We'd have students that would have poor attendance, and they would just quit coming. We would have students who were failing, and they would just give up and fail. Once we developed these relationships, a few things happened. Our students, yes, they worked harder because they had more resilience, but also my teachers worked harder. There was no way they were going to let Johnny fail because they're like, no, Johnny, he's got all the tools he needs, and I'm not going to let him give up. So that relationship changed things both for the student and the teacher. We also saw it change things for their parents. When we had relationships with the parents, now that was just adding one more component, one more piece of the puzzle that would keep these students in school to graduate. When our students struggled at home uh, on the Indian reservation, there was a lot of abuse, neglect. There was trouble with the law. And the stronger our relationship with our students, the more they were able to lean on those relationships formed at the school, and they were able to pull through the challenges of their home life. Relationships change everything. Relationships create resilience. If you want your team to be more resilient Look at your relationship with your teenager. Explore, how can I improve my relationship with my teenager? How do I want to show up here? So relationships, I, I just can't stress enough how important they are and how, as a parent, you are the expert. You are the one who is best placed in your teen's life to create that relationship. I understand that, like in my life, I didn't always like my parents. I had relationships with scout leaders, with school administrators, teachers, like these with coaches. These are some of the relationships that pulled me through tough times. But I can tell you that as teenagers, your teens are hardwired to want to please their parents. It's just something in our DNA. When you start to change your relationship with your teenager, no matter how bad things are, no matter how bad things have been, they still want to please you. They want to have your approval. When you change your relationship with your teenager, no matter how bad things are, it will help your teenager build resilience. Uh, they still may have like a special teacher at school or a coach that they go to in tough moments that's okay. Your relationship with them will still provide more resilience and more ability to bounce back from tough situations. So I want to give you guys a call to action. I want you to go to the show notes, or you can go to com slash teen-relationship. Man, that's a mouthful. Just go to the show notes, and In the call to action section, I have a call to action. I want you to take my free teen relationship tune up training. You can learn how to fix any relationship in 15 minutes or less. It will give you the power to completely change your relationship with your teenager. You can have that rock solid relationship that you're looking for. It doesn't mean that everything will look like sunshine and daisies, like it's just going perfectly. But you will have a rock-solid relationship so that you can turn hard, tough parenting moments into solid, foundational pieces to that relationship, to that resilience. I promise you, you will both become more rela- uh, more resilient. Man, I keep stumbling over my words. You will become more oh re- uh, my goodness. You will become more resilient. I promise. And so will your teenager. It's easier than you think, and it will change everything. So again, go to the show notes, or you can go to my website, benpughcoaching.com slash teen-relationship, and get access to this free 15-minute training. Also, if you're not a member of my Parenting with Perspective membership, become a member. These are the type of things that we work on every week to empower you as a parent to connect with your teenager right where they are, to connect with them no matter how hard things are, and to have that resilience and to have that trust that, you know what, we can bounce back from hard things. We can do hard things. We don't get beaten down by this we become stronger. We become more prepared for life. You're a great parent. You have all the tools that you need. You don't need to be an expert, an educator, a counselor, anything to help your teenager develop resilience. You just need to be you. Just focus on your relationship and build that and know that, hey, I'm building a resilient a relationship that will build resilience. That's all I've got for you today. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. And as always, please like and share this podcast if you found it useful. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpughcoaching.com slash mini And sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon.